Hi, and welcome to another episode of Speaking of Signify, featuring enlightening conversations about the world leader in lighting. I'm your host, Ryan Miller, and I have a cold. That's why my voice sounds like this. But enough about me. In this episode, I chat with Wee Cheryl Ng, who is the head of internal audit at Signify. Now, Wee Cheryl and I discuss risk assessment, and that goes straight from auditing through to forensic investigations. And I have to tell you, this is a topic I knew nothing about, and it was actually fascinating to get to hear all about how it works and why it matters. If you listen on through, and of course you will, you'll also hear about one of Malaysia's most popular sports, as well as listen to two loving parents' enthusiastic responses to the Frozen soundtrack. So what else can I tell you? I guess just enjoy the episode, because here it comes. Good morning, we Cheryl. Good morning. Good morning, Ryan. Could you tell me your your full name and your job title, please? Yes, my name is Weisha Ng. It gets tricky, my last name, Ng. And my job title is the head of internal audit for Signify. Okay, uh, Wee Cheryl Ng and head of internal audit. And what does internal audit do? It is a very exciting team within the company. So what we does is we provide independent assurance to the board of management and also the supervisory board audit committee of the risk management within the company in a short summary. And what we do on day to day is we look at where the risks are and we go in and we audit and we also provide recommended actions for the company to improve. And on top of that, we also handle fraud investigations. So we have an excellent whistleblowing program within, within the company. And if you have you suspect certain fraud happening, you call the hotline and my team would go in and investigate. So that is what we do. It sounds a little bit like police to... work. Yes, yes. It does sound like a police work. That's why I said it's a very exciting work and team to be in. You are in the company, but you at some time you are looking at the company inside out. Right. You're looking at the company from the outside in. So you say that you do risk assessment and, and, and risk management. Could you give me an example of a of, of a risk and how you would identify that risk and then what you would uh, what you would do to audit that risk? Yeah, sure. So let me give a, a example that a lot of people can re- relate. The corruption risk. We operate in 74 countries, right? So inherently, we have to obey different local regulations. And we are we hold integrity very much to a high standard. So we want to avoid dealing with partners and customers that we don't want to be dealing with. And so if there is a risk in certain countries with a higher corruption index, so we identify those countries and we go in and we audit our operations on the ground to make sure that first we have proper control in place to ensure that we identify these companies and we don't deal with them if we do and what are the you know we follow the policies that we have in place to also make sure that uh, we don't get ourselves into a situation that uh, authority will come in and look at us does that explain or is it too uh no no that high level no no that uh, that explains it very well 
I think the, uh, yeah, the idea, or as we know, of course, that uh, integrity is, is, is vital to what we do. And we need to keep integrity at the core of what we do. And for me, that means something very different. That means, in, you know, in my personal work, maintaining that level of integrity and doing the best job I can and et cetera, et cetera. But I'm also not... And I can imagine that for someone, as you say, in, you know, in a country with a high fraud index, and I can see where the risks are greater or they can have a greater impact in, in, in different circumstances that are far removed from my own. Yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. But as you explained, I'm thinking out loud, maybe corruption is not the the best example to give because they give people wrong impression as well. Uh, so maybe I will give another example. Sure. We sure can you give me an example of a risk and how you in the in the audit team how you would how you would manage or uh, assess that risk and, and the steps you take. Yes. Very typical risk that we, we, we deal with would be around revenue recognition. So we sell products and, and services and you know we sell to our customers we want to make sure that we recognize our revenue in the correct manner and so this is something that we go in and we look at the operations and we look at the process and we make sure that the company is following the requirement to record the revenue in a timely manner so that is what we do. And by doing that, we also, as an internal audit, we don't just stay at that. We also look at what could be done more efficiently. So we also help business to check and, and see whether we do everything first time right instead of correcting mistake after. So then you are more efficient and your process will be leaner. So that is also the added value that we go in when we are on the ground. We also look from that aspect as well. Oh, that's really interesting because I, I thought, you know, that my idea would be that audit is really about, yeah, is everything done, quote unquote, by the book? But you were saying that actually, well, of course, that's at the core of what you do. You also look for greater efficiencies and ways to streamline the our operations. Absolutely. That, that to me is a one very key important added value. You don't just go in and say whether you have done the right thing and and do the checklist, but we also see whether the things on the checklist make sense or not, right? So you don't just blindly follow a list, but we also look at, okay, does it make sense to go through these several different steps to get to this result? Could we get it done earlier? We also do benchmarking. That's why when we do audit, we tend to go more than two locations at one time so that we can compare and see whether when one market is doing this way and the other market is doing the other way, which one made more sense? And then, you know, we, we help to benchmark. So that is what we, we really add value to the organization as well. And so we also don't stick to just financial audit. We also look at non-financial audit. For example, we look at the digital transformation, the effectiveness, the risk management around that. So these are a few examples that we, we do as well. I can see how it's exciting. And I mentioned like, oh, it seems like police work. And it's, of course, it's not just that, but it's there's... I see that there's a real critical assessment, a real strategic thinking component at the at the core of what you what you do. Can you give me an example of a time maybe when you you've discovered how in the course of an audit how things could be done differently and how you went about making sure that things were done in this 
improved way? Yeah, sure. So we uh, recently do a process-based audit. We look at the purchase-to-pay process. It is a very standardized process that all companies do. You purchase something all the way and everything that you have to do internally, and then you pay your vendor. So we look at that process, and you would expect a standardized, basically a process with too much exceptions. But to our surprise, we actually see quite a few exceptions around the process. And when you see that you have significant transactions, there are falling under the exception bucket, then the exception is no longer an exception. So that is where we identify a lot of opportunities for the company to improve and further lean, streamline the process. And if you only when you do things, like I said, I emphasize that, I think this is the message, that if you do things the first time right, you do not have exceptions. You do not manage by exceptions. To us, as a company, it is very, very important we do it the first time right. We follow strictly our standardized process because that would create a lot of efficiencies. And that would also help our digitalized process easier as well because then you have a process to digitalize. So that is a process that we, we, we did an audit and we, we thought that there are, you know, there are a lot of opportunities to improve there. Great. So my next question is, how did you get into this line of work and along the way, how long have you been with Signify? Yes, uh, I have been in, this is my seventh year in Signify. I joined in 2015. So I I started my career as a, a external auditor in the UK. And then I specialized into forensic investigation. I always want to be a, wanted to be a police so I really, but at the same time, you know, I studied to be a, in finance and accounting. So what more is more exciting being a forensic accountant. So I started doing forensic investigation after I left UK and I went to uh, China and with consulting firm. And at the time, that was 2005, 2006. At the time, there were many multinational companies, you know, started doing business in China and setting up rep office in China. But then there is also a culture that the multinational companies need to adapt themselves to. So it is a very exciting time in the forensic world because there is a lot of time. And so we were hired by many, many uh, companies to conduct forensic investigation on now. So that is how I, I, I spent most of my career with. And then I joined Philips at the time in 2015, leading the fraud investigation team, and then uh, move over and take over the role as a head of audit for Signify in 2018. And just so I understand, the forensic investigations team falls under the internal audit team, is that Correct. Is part Correct. of the internal audit team? Yes, in the internal audit team, we have basically uh, three, we do three different things. We do audit and we do fraud investigation. We also do a screening. Like I said, I told you that we, we want to be sure that uh, we don't we do not do business with partners that we don't want to be associated with. So part of my team also do the screenings from an anti-bribery and anti-corruption perspective. Okay, great. Now, yeah, in, in your time here how have you seen the work you do change and evolve or your relationship to the core of signifies work has it has it grown and evolved or has it remained constant and i ask because i know that in terms of the technology and the digitalization the signify has changed is changing and transforming 
and as a company from from Philips to becoming the standalone company to becoming Signify, there's been quite a lot of change. And so I guess my interest is really in how you've adapted the work you've done, you do, or has it remained constant? Well, absolutely changes. So it, it is very different. It's interesting that I joined before uh, the split. So I get to see how the audit team was run at the time and then how we have evolved over the years. It is an am amazing journey. And we evolve in many different aspects. First of all, we we get leaner and you know we move together with the company that the company is asking for doing things in a simple way. You know, make yourself lean and efficient. That is one thing that we have changed. We stopped writing very complex reports. We've made things easier and leaner and save time and put time in where it matters the most. Second is we also become a lot more agile. We used to plan things very far ahead, but now we plan things on a quarterly basis. That allow us to also respond to risks in a much timely manner. So we are agile. And we also get ourselves more digitalized. Our access to the tools and the databases has increased significantly over the years. So the digital, you know, the, the push from the company about digitalization is also being embraced by the team. And then lastly, I would say the talent development is something that we value a lot within Signify. And we see that a lot of effort has been put in around talent development, diversity, and that also plays a big, big part in internal audit team. And that also, you know, for us, it's very, because we, we only hire internal candidate for audit. So we tr we have a talent rotation program. And for the company to, to emphasize so much about talent development is a big plus to us. So those are the few key changes that uh, we have. So I would say, yes, we change with the company. Exciting journey. That's a, that's a great answer. Uh, thank you for that. I now want to shift gears a little bit and i want to ask you our our five alternative questions which are uh, questions that about you that have sure. nothing to do with uh, auditing or uh, internal audit or signify are you ready for that sure my first question is the following how do you relax when you need to un unwind on the the weekend or do you have time <laughs> to, to do that on the weekend i do i have uh, three little kids at home so it may sound crazy but i i relax by playing with them so you you know when you play with them you you forget about a lot of things and so that is how i, I take them out and i play piano so uh, I play that as well at weekend uh, to relax. Great. Uh, how old are your children? They are eight, seven, and five. Okay. Good, busy ages for kids. Yes. Yeah, but also fun ages. Yeah. Do Do they play piano? Do any of them play piano? Yes, they all play piano, and I I have been teaching them. It is not a relaxing uh, time <laughs> to teach, uh, but it is cute to see them play. Uh, sometimes once they master the songs, it's just really cute to see. And I, we started playing duet as well at home, and it's just really fun. What is a comfort food for you? <sighs> Fried rice. That that is a uh, totally a uh, comfort food. Yeah. Do you? 
do you order your fried rice or do you make it? Well, I, I make it myself and I try to uh, make it a little bit more healthy. So I, I tend to dump in a lot of vegetable, but there are still a lot of carbohydrate in it. So definitely make me comfortable. Great. Okay. So that's a, that's that. Where in the world would you like to travel next? Right now, I want to go home. Uh, so Malaysia. And I, I, you know, being able to see my family, the food, the weather, the sun, that is what I miss. Understood. Yeah. So when was the last time you were home in Malaysia? Oh, long two two years ago, we would have uh, we would have gone home uh, over Christmas if not because of COVID. So so yes, if you ask me uh, before COVID, I would tell you Hawaii or you know any exotic places. Now I just want to go home. I I know that feeling. I uh, I I too, I'm from Canada and would love to. It's been a while. It's been a while. Yeah. What is a book? or movie or TV show that you find yourself recommending a lot? I've been reading this book, series of books with the kids. So I don't know how many people can relate. Uh, Diary of the Wimpy Kids. It is just, there's a lot of graphics in it, but it's really funny. And uh, when you read it together with the kids, it's, it relaxes you. You don't have to think too much. It just makes you laugh. So I, it's not uh, intelligent choices, but it is something that I, I read with the kids and it's fun. That's great. And also, I will take that recommendation because my children are a little bit younger than yours. So we're maybe entering that uh, diary of a wimpy kid yeah, stage. So great. <laughs> Thank you. Are you a coffee drinker or a tea drinker? Definitely a coffee drinker. I need five, six coffee a day to get through my day. I am a heavy, heavy coffee drinker. Okay, and how do you take just espresso straight up or a drip coffee, or what do you what do you drink? Just black coffee, because when you drink five six coffee, you you kind of fall to have sugar in every cup, huh? right? So I just uh, straight yeah. black black coffee. Just the caffeine, right? Uh, right yeah, in. Okay. The caffeine. Yeah. Great. What is the song that you think you've listened to the most, either in your life or recently? Oh, I have listened Frozen 2 so many times in the past few months. Now it is burnt in my head. So the the whole soundtrack of Frozen 2, it is going to be with me for a while. Yeah, yeah. My my kids say, of course, it's, it's Let It Go. My kids are yes. four and, and the other one just turned two. And... They love Let It Go, but they don't listen to the soundtrack. And I've also, I got the movie, I bought the movie, and they don't really want to watch the movie. It's just, it's just Let It Go. But we've, <laughs> side, side note. So you can may, relate. Yeah, yeah. So I can, uh, my Spotify, you know, gave me your, your favorite songs. And it's like, number one, Let It Go. I'm like, no, oh, this is not a, not a song I loved in, in 2020, actually. It. But I did listen to it a lot, so. Yeah, same here. It's happening in my household as well. I mean, it's uh, it's good. It's a good song that hits all the notes, but uh, yeah, I, I, I don't need to listen to it that much. What is a skill or talent that you have? And I'm going to take piano off the list because you we already spoke about it. Or a hobby that you like to indulge in? I play badminton. A lot of people do not know because I don't look very sporty. 
And I, I am not sporty, but I do play badminton because I think this is one of the national sport that we have in Malaysia. So, yeah, I play badminton. Is, is it very popular in Malaysia? It is very popular. It is pretty much the one and only sport that I can do. <laughs> okay. And you, you, you do play it? I play it. Yeah, I can I can play, but I'm not uh, competitive. No, but I mean, you have badminton rackets at, at home and... Yes. What are you most grateful for on this Monday morning? I'm in the office, and when I look up, I see the UVC light, and I felt safe. So this is what I'm grateful for right now on this Monday morning. That's a perfect answer. Great. We shall, as we come to the end of the interview, you've mentioned a couple times, and I can hear it in your voice, how how proud you are of the team, and you say it's a very exciting team, and it's a, it's a great team and i was wondering if you could just shed a little bit of light on what makes the team and your work and the way you go about your work so great yeah it is uh like i say i i'm super proud of the team we work at the background a lot of people maybe are not aware of this team however i'm very proud and and we felt empowered because the maybe you can ditch the first part uh, i'm very I'm very proud and uh, we, the, the team felt very empowered because the leadership team is very much focusing not just about what we achieve at the end of the year, but how did we achieve it. The how is important and the, the integrity and the compliance at the tone of the top is absolutely there. And we are very much empowered as a team in this profession to knowing that this is a company that doesn't just talk the talk. The compliance culture is very much embedded and this is the core of our work. And this is what made us all very proud to be part of this team and part of this company. That's thank a you. great way to close this down. So I will just say thank you very much for your time and thank you very much for all of the, the great work you and your team do. Thank you. Okay, so that was my chat with Wee Sherl. Super enjoyable, right? I told you it would be. And I learned a lot about auditing, an area that I had very little experience with, and maybe you did as well. Listen, if you're enjoying this podcast, don't just sit on that information. Don't uh, push it down inside you. Rather, share it with somebody in the form of maybe an email to a friend or a colleague. Or you could rate and review the show on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you enjoy your podcasts. You know, and wherever you want to do that, that's fine. Speaking of Signify is executive produced and hosted by me, Ryan Millar. If you want to know more about what I do, check out ryanmillar.com. The Speaking of Signify team includes Iman Faruqi, Martin Kodmeyer, and Fanny Kovacs. We also get production assistance and the thoughtful provision of their two cents in select cases from Jonathan Gruber and Lloydie James Lloyd. The music, which you're listening to right now, is by Sasha Hudemacher. So that's the end of this episode. And we'll be back soon with another one, when once again we'll be speaking of Signify.